All right, guys, y'all show some love to the sponsors of the Straight Out of Prison podcast. Our friend Keely Brown runs her family-owned HVAC Home and Commercial Services. Is your system ready for the summer? Schedule a system checkup or reprogram your thermostat. They offer residential and commercial, at home or at work. They really do what they say, and they say what they do. Our family serving your family has been their core value since day one. Their founder and owner, Mr. Robert Holland, made sure the foundation of Home and Commercial Services was and is integrity. Now, remember, Haley, we, we catered an event last December where he was a part of the group that we were feeding. But it was interesting to learn that when he was a young man, when he first started in the HVAC business, Mr. Holland actually got in trouble with, for not adding new parts that the people didn't need. And they were like, why didn't you sell the parts? And he was like, because I could fix them. And they were like, no, no, you're... you're you're doing it wrong. Like you just got to put new parts. And he was like, but they didn't need new parts. And it bugged him so much that he went out and started his own business. And that's the foundation of home and commercial services. And we can attest to that personally. I mean, they've done so much stuff for us. It's crazy. I love that story. And I think it speaks to obviously his integrity and what he's built his business on that integrity. Right now, the most economical service they offer is their annual residential service agreement. For $150, you'll get two annual checkups, and that's for one system. If if it's an additional system, it's 25% off. Anyways, the annual contract includes priority service, normal rates for after-hour service, 10% discount on any repairs, and a 5% discount on any new installations. It's a good deal especially with the heat of the summer coming. Home and Commercial Services works on all name brands of heating and air conditioning units, gas furnaces, heat pumps, walk-in coolers, and smart thermostats. No job is too big or too small. Call or text Keely at 205-798-0635. Or you can email at office at Holland hcs.com you can look up holland home and commercial services on instagram for daily tips and more or you can check out their website hollandhcs.com we have some amazing friends and supporters of the podcast Lynn and Debbie Hurst, who own Hurst Towing and Recovery in Fultondale and Hayden, Alabama. They serve the Jefferson, Blunt, and surrounding counties. They tow light and heavy-duty vehicles, and they're always there to help. We wouldn't call anybody else. We would never call anybody else, and that's a fact. Would you like to work for an amazing company that treats their employees like family? The Hearst are hiring. Full and part-time positions. Give them a call today. Hearst Towing is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They've been in our area since January of 1987. They have a heart to serve and they love making an impact in the communities they grew up in. The Hearst definitely make a difference in our world. And they have definitely made a difference in our lives. Dispatchers are always ready to receive calls at 205-631-8697. That is 205-631-TOWS, T-O-W-S. <laughs> you, get, you get me every time I, with the toes. <laughs> <laughs> or check out their website at hearsttowing.com. Now, y'all know James from the podcast, but he also is an amazing cook and private chef. I can attest to that personally. I've had many years of experience in food, just working in, managing, and even owning a couple restaurants. One of his greatest passions is preparing delicious food. You know, if somebody's going through something or through a hard time and you don't know what to do, you can always cook for them. Or you can always call me and I'll cook for them. It's, it really, it's a it's a great way to love people. That journey started early in his beloved granny's kitchen. She was the one that, you know, was always cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. She was a Southern belle. She made everything taste good, and I didn't always, sorry, Mom, get that at home. <laughs> but uh, granny taught me how to cook, and 
I've never looked back from that. James is a Fox 6 Good Day Alabama monthly contributor. It's one of the honors of my life. I love cooking on TV. I love hearing the feedback. I love going in there and having people email me and ask questions. It's just, it's fun. And his peanut butter cobbler recipe was featured on the Food Network show Carnival Eats. That was kind of a big deal. I mean, it was... uh, I don't like I got paid for it, but it was a lot of exposure and it was really fun. Head over to ChefJamesKJones.com to join our email list. Once you do that, you can stay updated on everything that we're doing. CrossFit Mophobia is owned and operated by Hayden Setzer. Hayden has a degree in exercise science and wellness with a minor in coaching. She is CrossFit Level 2 certified and Precision Nutrition Certified. CrossFit Mophobia is located at 222 Decatur Highway in Gardendale, Alabama. Email CrossFitMophobiaInfo at gmail.com or call or text 256-303-1873. Or you can look up everything she does on Facebook and Instagram. CrossFit Mophobia. Hey guys, Team Jones here. Summer is underway and we are excited about the camps we are doing this year. I'm hosting a cooking camp. And I'm hosting a confidence camp for girls. Head over to campjones.co for more info. Or to register. And we'll also put all that in the show notes. James's YouTube channel is also catching fire. We've even added the first two seasons of the Straight Out of Prison podcast, which has opened us up to a totally new audience. Look up Chef James K. Jones on YouTube. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button so you never miss a recipe or a podcast. Thank you for your support and thanks so much for being a part of our story. It's time to get real. Real talk from a real married couple about real life. From fights and arguments, raising kids, finances, dieting, get in my belly, religion, If it really happens in the real world, you'll really hear it right here. It's not the highlight reel, it's the for real reel. With your hosts who are keeping it real every day, James and Haley Jones. Well, hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the for real reel. My name is James K. Jones and this is what is really happening this week. Well, hey guys, and this is Haley Jones. And like he said, this is the For Real Real. We are going to be talking about something that we, you and I at least, will not put on our highlight reel. Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Although a lot of people are this week, specifically. It it surprises me how people get so vocal about their opinions, which is fine. I guess that's what social media is for, but it's just like... Why do we have to take such a hard stand? And this is why. What's that nerdy guy that started Facebook? <laughs> nerdy guy. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name, Ralph. Well, Mark, whatever. Mark somebody. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg is yeah. a freaking billionaire. Seriously. Yeah. Because he gave everyone a platform and a he did area to express. Their opinion and truly about everything. We're doing that here, honestly. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Which is similar, but Facebook definitely lends itself. Oh, and Instagram and Twitter lends itself yeah. towards you know sharing and refuting and just getting it all out there, getting all out. Because everybody um, wants to know what you think about everything. <laughs> but we've, before we do that, we 
I, along with my aunt and my very good friend Crystal, planned a surprise birthday party for you, which you were actually super surprised. Yes. And we're going to unpack that next week on your actual birthday. Okay. So I'm excited (laughs) about that. And I know you're still like kind of in shock about it. I am. Actually, it was a lot to process. I mean, I'm still trying to like process like... How y'all surprised me, how you got me through that, and then all the people that were there and the words and the love. I don't know. It was just crazy. The web of lies (laughs) I wove to get you there. Yes, she did. More about that next week. But this week, we're talking about... I thought it would be good for us to talk about the (laughs) landmark decision that was made by the Supreme Court that overturned Roe versus Wade, which has been federal law for 50 years. So... Yes, but didn't also, wasn't it a major decision made about carrying guns in the same week? I feel like I heard that there was a decision about the right to bear arms or something by the Supreme Court. There was, there was a, um, that didn't really affect us down here. Okay. It was, was a New York, curious. I think it was a New York law where they said, if you want to apply for a gun permit, you got to tell us why you need a gun. Like okay, you have yeah. to like qualify. Right. So it was basically the Supreme Court said the Second Amendment can't be a, second degree right like it's a right and so y'all can't do that yeah so so but that obviously i mean that was kind of a big deal i think but also not as big a deal as this roe versus wade no so why don't you just say for those that are not you know schooled on it or don't really like (laughs) what is it what is it It was a law that was passed in 19, I believe it was 1973 or two. I know the... The year of your birth. Yeah, that's right on the time I was born. The justice that... The Supreme Supreme Court justice that was appointed by Richard Nixon, who was conservative Republican, was the one who wrote it or whatever. And it basically gave a federal right to abortion in the United States. And many people that are on different sides of this... Like if you're on the side of wanting that, they've turned that into this is a constitutional right. But nowhere in the Constitution does it say you have the right to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's been a divisive thing all my life. It's never been it's either you're pro-choice or you're pro-life or you're this or that. And there are nut jobs on both sides of the aisle. Whether you're <laughs> whether you're you know you lean left and you're pro-choice or you lean right and you're pro pro-life. There are people that get too far out on the fringes and just do some... There's been some crazy stuff that's happened over this abortion issue okay, over so, just my lifetime. Right. So this decision was made in 1972 or three. Yeah. Roe versus Wade. That what? What did Roe versus Wade state? that It guaranteed a woman's right to an abortion in the United States. So that has been in effect until now. Yeah. And because I remember growing up... Even in my hometown of Pensacola, Florida, there being some kind of like bomb shooting. I don't know what it was, but yeah, was going into an abortion clinic, like people protesting. Yeah. Like the crazy right, I, I guess they're right wing. Those are right wing. <laughs> that were pro life, that, yeah. which was, I remember being so confused by that <laughs> when my mom explained to me what abortion was. Yeah. Like being like, well, then I don't get it. Like, why are they killing people? And if they're going, like in a child's mind, I was like, yeah. this doesn't it's compute crazy. with me. So, um, so yeah, like you said, lots of controversy. So this decision, I mean, that's what everyone's saying, that it's overturned. Yeah. Tell me exactly what that means. 
That means that the current Supreme Court, before we do that, let's just say we're not trying to get into Republican politics or Democrat politics. As far as Team Jones is concerned, we're moderates. I mean, we probably lean more towards conservative side than towards the liberal side, but not really. It's just on certain issues. So I don't see myself as Republican or Democrat. I see myself as independent. Um, Actually, I think in our nation is so divided right now, the people that really decide elections are the independents. It's not because Democrats going to vote for Democrat no matter what. Republicans are going to vote for the Republican no matter what. And it's that little thin sliver that's right in the middle of independents that are usually moderates that care about their country or about their families or they vote on the issue, not with party. Okay, I'm not I'm not trying to, but you're sounding you're coming off a little haughty. Wait, what do you mean? Because you're like, it's the moderates who really care, and I'm a moderate. I didn't say they really care. I said they really, they really are not into the the partisan politics. They're not all about whatever the Republican Party's doing. They're not all about whatever the Democrat Party's doing. They vote according to their world, to their family, and they do really care about our country. I guess I could see how that could be haughty. I'm not saying that Democrats and Republicans don't care about our country. That's right. Not, I didn't mean that. So never mind. Okay. I digress. You're <laughs> okay, right. but I feel like we're. I want, but I want people because some people like me. I even asked you this when at yeah. first. So you've explained what Roe versus Roe versus Wade was. So yeah. what exactly did they overturn, and what does it mean? The ruling. They overturned the ruling of they. Overturn the Roe versus Wade w- ruling. So basically, it's not allowed to have abortions anymore. No, see that's where it gets exactly. That's where it gets twisted and confusing. Right. They've returned that to the states. They've said it's not for the federal government to decide about abortion and all stuff. This is a state issue, and it needs to be decided by the state. Who decides it in the state? The yeah. governors. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that's a part of it. Senators? The legislature, the state okay. house, the yeah. state senate. Are of the, the state. Of the state that yeah. we elect to go to the state to be our representatives. They decide these issues, and then, of course, the governor has to veto or, you know, all that stuff. So let's just me- boil this down. Who in Alabama right now would decide that? Who's the state legislature in Alabama? Are you really asking me that? Yes, I am. Some people <laughs> might like not know. It depends on where you live. There's oh, okay. hundreds of them. <laughs> well, who's ours? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, here's the That's truth. Sad. Here's okay. the tr- I don't care about <laughs> Alabama state politics. Here's why. <laughs> I just I have friends that get on campaigns and do all this stuff. Here's the truth if you live in Alabama. The Republican Party or the GOP, whatever you want to call it, they have Alabama on lock. Whoever they want to be the senators and all, they're going to see who it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason to even get involved. That includes governor. I never get involved. I can look at somebody and say, I hope he wins. But I know if he don't have the like the party stamp of approval, he's not going to win. So maybe that could change. But for right now, I don't see a need to get involved in local politics because they're already settled. Yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. Okay. So basically that each state gets to decide whether abortions are legal in their state. Yeah, or how it will be done, um, you know, up to what point. Because this is where this got hairy and it's just gotten worse over the time. Over time, In the beginning, it was you could have a, an abortion in the first trimester. What's that, three weeks? No. Twelve weeks. So whatever. So in the beginning, they said, you know, you can do it in the first trimester. Then it became the second, and then all the way up to, gosh, about a year or two ago, the governor of, I think it was Virginia, and the governor of New York, the uh, 
you know, the one guy kicked out. What's his name? Um, oh, Kumo? Kumio? Yeah, Cuomo. <laughs> what is it? Cuomo. Yeah. <laughs> they were advocating uh-huh. for abortion up until the time of delivery, which is, that sounds like a horror story. Like, you're going, yeah, I'm nine months pregnant, I'm going to end my pregnancy, and they're trying to make that legal. What the hell? Like, where have we gotten to in our country that, yeah. you know, no. So that set off a chain of events. I mean, I don't know. But uh, I can even remember as a, um, I'm a man, I don't really care about all that stuff, but just as like a teenager. Care about all what stuff? Like whether people have abortions or not. I mean, You mean now or before? When I was younger. Okay, when you're younger. But uh, even now, I mean, I feel like it's, people are going to do what they're going to do. I mean, do you not agree with that? I mean, I agree that people are going to do what they're going to do. Yeah, I agree with that particular I don't know. statement. If, had, if I had to choose a label of pro-life or pro-choice, I'm pro-life, no doubt. But I'm also pro-choice because Jesus is pro-choice. Like, people are going to do what they're going to do. Go do it. Figure it out. You're sounding like very much like a politician right now. <laughs> no, actually, I'm not. They have to choose. That's the That has been the litmus test for the past five decades on anything. Any kind of politics in our country is, are you pro-life or are you pro-choice? And then, you know, some of them lie and say they're pro-choice, but they're not. And some of them lie and say they're pro-life, and they're not. Kind of like the guy, the justice that got appointed by Nixon was supposed to be pro-life, but then he <laughs> he's the one that wrote versus Wade. <laughs> So it's a very divisive issue. It's gotten to a place in our country where it shouldn't be all that, but it defines most of our politics or has. Well, you're obviously such a strong believer in the Bible yeah, and what the Bible says. And I feel like that's what most Christians or believer, professed Christians or believers. Pro-life. Right. Well, I'm just not. Pro-life. Okay. Well, that's what I'm trying to say is that. You just made the statement like, I don't, well, you've made a couple, you said, I don't really care. You said that. I started off, I was saying when I was young. And then you said, if I have to choose, I would say pro-life, but people are going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. So who cares? That's pro-choice. Okay. So you being (laughs) such a Bible believing, it all comes back to that for you. That's your beliefs. It does. Um, What do you feel like the Bible says about it? That is you is wrong. Okay, so you're a Bible person. Yeah. And I know you're just like, oh, pro life, pro life, pro life. But I'm I'm trying to get you to like unpack a little bit why believers, why Christians take such a hard stand on not no abortions. Yeah, because it's wrong. I mean So you do think it's wrong? Absolutely for me. Right. Absolutely. There, I mean, I don't even see a scenario where you would even be able to, I don't even know why that's up for debate. Like why we would even need to talk about that. Um, but it's when I say pro-life, pro-choice, I'm talking about the labels that people put on themselves like Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. And I just don't, I don't buy into all that because then you can only see like through one lens. Like if you're, I have people in my family who are very left-leaning liberals who I love they can only see the world, politics, any decision, anything made through the, that lens. And I have people in my family who I love that are very conservative, and they can only see the world or politics or anything through that lens. Right. All I'm saying is is that there's a middle place somewhere that's probably where the truth lies on stuff like that. So this, I'm going to read something from a believer, a Christian, okay, who does not 
like does not who is not on the pro life side. I don't think. And she had something to say about it. She said basically. I struggle with a mandate that does not also include the time, experience, and wallet to support women who give birth. I struggle because 33 of the 67 counties in my state, which is Alabama, do not have an OBGYN. Alabama has a higher maternal death rate than 44 states. Women make up 48% of the workplace in Alabama, but only 20% of the workers have access to paid family leave. Alabama minimum wage is seven twenty five an hour. The average cost of childcare is blah blah. You can go on, so you can see yeah. the argument she's making. No, I can't. I can't see the argument. That why not? What's the argument? I guess she's saying that if someone is raped or someone like she, she also <sighs> said in this thread that she was in, in the backyard and watching an eleven year old swing on a swing with a lollipop, who was pregnant because she was raped by her father. See, these are extreme things. I mean, when you start splitting hairs over stuff like this, you, I mean, I don't, I don't even have anything to say to that. Yeah. I mean, I've heard all the debates all the on both sides of the aisle. Um, I don't even have anything to say to that. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. Help me. What do you well, think? I think that their arguments are saying, well, when I read all that, well, first of all, stop. Their arguments are saying that when a woman or a little girl in this case yeah. are abused or raped or yeah, whatever, it is horrible that, um, you know, that it could be more dangerous for her or a bad thing if she were to bring this life into. And then you start getting into the nitty gritty details. They're like, oh, but then people say adoption. And then they say, yeah, yeah but what's the chances of these kids getting adopted? And they get into the numbers and stats of that. So it's all this. But the bottom line to me is if you, you ask me what I believe, yeah, the bottom line is I see all that and I have all the empathy for that. But a life is a life. Yeah. And this world is evil. I mean, it says mm-hmm. that, you know, actually Satan's in charge here unless you invite Jesus in. So these evil things are going to happen. And it is horrible. I mean, and it is heart-wrenching and heartbreaking. Um, but I believe that only God has the the right to determine life and death. I'm, 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 I'm saying. And that when there is a heartbeat, it is a life. I agree. Even if something evil begins that life. This is where it always gets taken to, like these worst case extreme scenarios. And I don't have the answers for that. My problem with it is, my problem is just how it has gotten so like flippant. Like, yeah, let's just go, everybody go have an abortion. And it's also been rammed down the throats of people that in communities that don't want that. that, that Many people in many states don't want abortion clinics in their cities or their states. They don't want that. But because of this federal Supreme Court decision that was made in 1973, it's become legal, so they have to deal with it. But this, them overturning Roe versus Wade has not made abortion illegal. They just sent it back to the states. Um, so if you want to get an abortion and you live in Alabama and it's not allowed, go somewhere else. I know that sound, that also, I guess, sounds flippant. I don't know. I feel like it just is one of those things that just went too far. That's what I was saying before when I was a kid or younger. I didn't care about all that. I feel like, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do. But I remember watching President Clinton get up there and 
try to sign into law this partial birth abortion legislation. This was in the 90s. Um, like, how do we get here? Like, where we can, like, somebody can be so pregnant that they have to, like, remove the brain of the fetus to make it die. I don't know. It's like, it's just too much. Well, that's also what you were saying with this other example from this girl, a very extreme case, isn't it? Yeah, no, they were trying to sign the partial birth abortion into law. Actually, I think they did sign the law, and Bush reversed it when he took over in 2000. So here's what I think your frustration is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. And we've touched on this on a totally different subject. Yeah. But it's like believers and Christians, however people want to you know, label themselves there, yeah. maybe are under, I mean, as I am, a certain conviction, and yeah. I believe a certain way, and I believe what is right and wrong. Yes. But... If there is someone who's not a believer and not a Christian, why do I think they're going to have the same beliefs and convictions as, as me? So for me to like force and, you know, shove down their throat and no, it shouldn't like. Wait, force what? Force a belief or force like what's. To Wait, hang on. This is not about enforcing a belief. This is about, this was a, this is a decision by the Supreme Court. It's about the Constitution. The Constitution. Based on a belief. Right. The, the Constitution as it's written, not as we want to believe as we go along and change it. That's what's happened over the last 50, 60 years. You have judges that are really just like activists that say, oh, we think it means this and then change it. That's not what it means. That's what the debate is really about. I mean, that's not what it's becoming in our world. Right. But... Uh, that's what, yeah, because no one is actually talking about, if you just said it's about what the Constitution, no one is actually talking about what you just said it is about, which is how the Constitution reads. That's why the Supreme Court exists. What? But I, what I'm saying is on social media and all the debates and all the anger is not, they're not debating about what the how the Constitution reads. They're debating what they believe about abortion. Okay. So what is a belief? I haven't looked. I haven't really wanted to get involved. I saw a few, and I'm just... I mean, you know. I mean, it's it's either they're pro-life, as you say it, or pro-choice, yeah. you know? So what I'm saying is that the debate in the social world, not to do with the Constitution, yeah. is more about people's beliefs. And what you're saying, the decision is made on based on what the Constitution says. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that in and of itself... Has gotten very confused. Absolutely. That's been the problem for the last 50 years. I mean, honestly, because that was written and decided, and then it became, oh, the Constitution gives us a right to have an abortion. Well, do you know exactly what the Constitution says? About abortion? I mean, can we read that? Because that's what we're talking about. (laughs) It doesn't say anything about that. What does it say then? That's what I'm asking. Nothing about that. There's nothing in the Constitution about abortion. Nothing. Nothing. So what is the high court debating then? What part of it? They're not debating anything now. They overturned What were they debating, obviously, is what I'm asking. Roe versus Wade was a case where they said that abortion in America is a fundamental right, and they made it legal. Okay, so who is Roe and Wade? Let's talk about that. (laughs) Wait, I feel like we're going going down some roads. Well, I mean, it's making me question... To get before the Supreme Court, you have to have somebody to bring a case. Okay. So I think originally the case was about privacy, that somebody wanted to have an abortion or something. I don't remember. But it turned into this thing where it became this landmark case that made abortion 
legal mm-hmm. in the United States of America. And that has been something that both sides have been fighting over for 50 years ever since. Yeah. And for me now, it is fascinating the way that they did it. Like it's, it's. Yeah, there was a lot of strategery and like behind the scenes stuff. Oh, yeah. Like going. I mean, on. I've been saying this for at least four or five years. There's something going on with these Republican governors and legislatures and all the stuff that's going on. They're like doing the what thing. What made you think there was something going on? Because they started passing laws that they've never dared to even come close to before. Yeah. And that was actually how this law got put back in front of the Supreme Court was Mississippi said after 15 weeks, you can't have an abortion. Uh, Alabama passed a heartbeat law. If you hear a heartbeat over with Texas passed a heartbeat, just conservative states or right. conservative leaning states mm-hmm. are passing all these laws. And it's like, well, y'all know it's going, that's going to the Supreme Court, but. Now we have a Supreme Court that has a majority of people that are what are called originalists. They read the Constitution as it's written. Right. We'll be right back. Head over to our YouTube channel for recipes, podcasts, and now we're even live streaming stuff to give you guys real glimpses into our daily lives. Yikes. You'll also be able to see the podcast behind the scenes and unedited live streams. We've added the first five seasons of the Straight Out of Prison podcast, and even if you've listened to all of them, check out the video format to see pictures, behind the scenes, and a whole lot more. And while you're there, please hit the subscribe button. It won't cost you anything, but it does help us reach our goals to reach a larger audience. Look up Chef James K. Jones on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a recipe or a podcast. For exclusive content, download the Patreon app and look up Team Jones Media. You'll find many levels of subscriptions, but all levels have one feature. You'll get early access to all of our podcast platforms, and they're completely free from ads. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for all your support, all your encouragement, and thank you for being a part of our story. Well, I have to say, and this is probably going to be like a wrench in this conversation, but I think it's important to say that going back to what I was saying before about convictions and you can't expect someone else to have, because really the debate on the social stage is about what people believe. And that's fine. Okay. So I actually had an abortion. Do you want to say that on here? It's the Ferrero. You don't, don't want me to? No, go ahead. If you don't want me to, I won't. No, no, that's up to you. That's all up to you. Okay. So I actually, and this is like for most of even my friends, because it's not something that comes up now for me, yeah. um, are going to be surprised to hear me say this, but I actually had an abortion. You really want to say that on here? I do, because I think okay. it's important. I mean, for where what I'm saying now to explain that. Yeah. It was I grew up in a Christian home, obviously. My mom was actually very pro life. She even Oh, she well, worked for the uh pro life helpers or she, Yeah, she worked for yeah. <laughs> she volunteered and actually quite actually you want to take it a step further, even at her memorial all the money was donated to the pro life clinic. 
Yeah. And so anyway. Well, define what that is, though. That's just people helping people. Yeah, but yeah, it's so it's a, I mean, y'all know, it's like the North Jefferson Women's Center. Yeah. Where you come in to get help if you're pregnant, and basically they try to steer you away from abortion and and offer help on in several different ways. Mm-hmm. So, but I grew up in a Christian home, you know, my mom and dad always believed that and I did not get saved. I don't believe till I was 30 and before that in my 20s when I was in a long-term relationship, I ended up having an abortion. And I have to say that then I actually was not convicted about that. Like in my belief system. Yeah. Because now, was I afraid my mom and dad were going to find out? Yes. Did I feel shameful about because, because what I've been taught growing up? Yes. I felt all of that. But deep down in my core, I did not have a personal conviction about it. Do I regret that now? Absolutely. Because now I have a conviction about it because I believe I had an experience with Jesus, as you put it, like yeah. I was reborn. And, but I mean, do I linger on that and feel so like feel regret? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't think about it a lot now. No. At the time, I was not under conviction about it. I did not have a personal belief or conviction about that. But when we first got married, you were under a lot of conviction about it. Do you remember that? I well, honestly, I think that I was more afraid to tell you. Well, you told me, but. It- you also said you felt like you were wondering if God was going to punish you and not let us have kids. Oh, I did. That's right. I actually forgot. It was about like that. the first week we were home for our honeymoon. You like pulled me in. Welcome like, to marriage. Yeah. You're like I really need to tell you. And um, yeah, that I. That's true. I remember I, that was a lot of. I think you know, afraid I'm going to be punished. Yeah, I was feeling a lot about yeah. that. Like we weren't going to have to be able to have kids because I messed that up. I made that mistake. Yeah. And. Yeah, that did creep in. You're right. But that was, I think, a lot of like shame and condemnation and guilt. Yeah. Because I was safe then, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just think that's important be, with this debate here that's going on to to help even believers and Christians understand that if someone is not a believer and is not a Christian, you can't expect them to be under the same conviction that you are. And I know this is a totally separate thing from how you read the Constitution. Yeah. And that's really what happened and why they overturned it because of how they're interpreting the Constitution. I get that. But on the social platform, it is the argument is more about who who believes what and why. I believe in life. I believe that every life is created no matter how they got there. I mean, you could look at me. I was created by an extramarital affair. Mm-hmm. That's how I was created. And true story, Mom, I hope you're not listening to this and don't get mad at me for saying this, but it was right before Roe versus Wade was passed. She actually went to an abortion clinic in Denver, Colorado to terminate me. And I don't know why she ever told me that, but she did. But I said, but why didn't you do it? And she said, I don't know. It was sketchy and dark and I got scared, so I ran away. So... Had it been legal, and had that been a legal abortion clinic with, you know, nice chairs and all the things looking mm-hmm. like a doctor's office, I probably would not be standing here talking to you. That's just my... That makes me emotional. Why? <laughs> I mean, it's just, I think it brings like a real life example, because she probably did that when it was early on in yeah. the pregnancy. Yeah. And to think about, and because she was scared, and because she had made yeah. a mistake... As did I. So I feel like I can speak to that. Like I just shared, you know, but like, had she, for all those reasons you said, or for whatever reason, like went through with theirs that was available, 
I mean, that's hard to think about. Like, you're not sitting here, which means I'm not sitting here, which means our kids aren't (laughs) sitting here. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, which, I mean, that is a, I mean, sorry, I actually. Wow. (laughs) Well, I know, I mean, just thinking about it in these very, like, real life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) no pun intended, terms here for that, like, just, yeah. And like we said in the beginning, I know there's very extreme examples, like when an 11-year-old gets raped by her father. I mean, that's horrendous but um yeah i mean it's 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 tricky it is (laughs) but i i think you said it and to like kind of come back to this which is a good grounding center point yeah is that they're determining how the constitution is read and so that can be very goodness gracious you know you can read things, read into all kind of things different ways, and people have different opinions. Just according to what you think, yeah. What you believe. So, um, but they're also since you're bringing this up, I did not want to talk about this on this, but since we're talking about well, it's it, relevant, I think. Since we're talking about this, anyways, you have someone that you're very close to, a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a daughter that was the product of. Uh, a dad raping a daughter, mm-hmm. right? Am mm-hmm. I correct? Yeah. She was born, the baby was born with some kind of condition. Well, and the little girl that was raped by her father was, I think she was 13 or 14. I'm not sure. She was one of those. Yeah. I mean, 13 or 14, yeah. But the baby was born with some kind of condition that comes from incest where your brain is not together. Well, she doesn't have a brain. The most of her brain is doesn't exist. And But this person that you know, Felt like she was supposed to adopt that baby and bring that baby into her home. Her and her husband, yeah. And now, how old is the baby? Two years old? Two. Mm-hmm. But she's a, a life and a part of their family. Well, and even thinking of that, I'm thinking of what she has said about the impact that even though this baby can't feed herself, can't um, see Except and probably, mostly blind, mostly deaf, like probably won't live mm-hmm. very long. Most of them with that condition don't make it their first So birthday. all of that, all of those factors, all the, I mean, it's probably the most horrendous yeah. situation you can think of. Absolutely. And yet these friends of mine says the impact that this baby has had on their family and their kids <laughs> is something that's going to live on in her kids. Just, <laughs> I mean, just, just, she, she probably explains it better than I do. And I'm having a hard time articulating, but just like how they've learned to love this baby, how they've seen just a fight in this baby, how they have just been impacted on many levels, the other kids by this life yeah. that's been brought into their family through adoption. And just so when you, when you see that and you know someone firsthand mm-hmm. that is literally living that out, it's very hard to, um, it's hard for me to argue against that, that the life is not worth that, that life has no value. I agree. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's kind of like suicide, I feel like. Like, we take the right to take our own life. Yeah. You know, and I personally believe, and I'm under conviction, that God is the only person who has the right to give and take life. Okay, so, yeah. um, anyway, it's... um. All right, well, this is getting a little too heavy. <laughs> I mean, this is the for real, real, and we're keeping it real. 
But um, I don't know. I wasn't really going for the heavy part. Well, but I do think, yeah, I mean, I didn't really know it was going to turn that direction either. But it is interesting. And I have not thought about this till right now when we're sitting down and talking about it, that I have an experience with abortion. You, in some ways, were because of your mom. Yeah. I mean, we're, gosh, this close to not even being here because of abortion. Mm -hmm. And then this friend that we have that this story that we just shared, that's three different, very... Takes. Yeah, well, and very personal experiences with with I, the topic, I guess. I have one um, one place where I probably disagree with the pro-life people. I think that if anything to do with abortion, even if you didn't call it abortion, should be like a medical, if it's a medical decision, like if it's, I mean, there's some pregnancies where women get pregnant in their tubes and it can kill them. I think in those cases, like it needs to be, that's why we have doctors to make those decisions. Those are the same doctors that, you know, pull plugs on us and do surgeries and all that stuff. So I do think um, in the medical realm, it should be left up to doctors to do whatever they need to do. I don't think um, the government needs to get involved with that. Even a So you mean in the case that the mother's life is at risk? That wouldn't be my decision to make. I'm not a doctor. That's not what I'm saying. But there are some, there's some extreme stuff coming out since this ruling that's very interesting. Like immediately in the state of Texas, they banned abortion. Period. Like, period. Like there's not, you know, it's over with here. And then um, the Texas Attorney General actually was trying to make it a state holiday or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like. There's too much of the stuff about winning, like who's going to win. Because at the end of the day, if a woman wants to get an abortion, she's going to get an abortion. Right. If she has to go to California to make that happen or mm-hmm. New York or New Jersey. I agree with that, yeah. She's going to do it. Um, so I, I don't know. It's just such a divisive issue. It has been for so many decades in our country. And um I don't know. I just feel like if you're on the side of life, then just accept, you know, this is a good thing, but don't do it like that. Don't like try to rub it in or. Right. And I think that's because you can't expect someone that doesn't yeah. believe that to, I don't know, you're not going to like force their hand or whatever. I don't know. You keep saying belief. Uh, maybe that is something because there's some of the left wing stuff that I saw. I only watched it for two days after I stopped watching it like. I'm not watching this anymore. I mean, I'm not, I don't have, we got too much going on and I've got energy that needs to go to other places and try to figure this out. But just how, just the way it's being portrayed, like, I don't know. I don't understand it. So interesting too, you know, I lived in Sweden or Europe for eight years and over there, it's always been legal to the point of that you've heard of the day after pills. Yeah. You think you're pregnant or whatever or whatever, and you just take a pill and it, I don't know the right medical terms, so don't crucify me people here, but like where it flushes you out and gets rid of the pregnancy if there is one. It's called the day after pill. I know what that is. What is your point? Well, that you can buy those over the counter like you can buy Advil. You can, but um, I've heard uh, Ben Carson, he explained that during when he was running for president in 2016. Mm Mm-hmm. He said that's not what it is. It's not an abortion pill. It stops your eggs from dropping so that if there was a potential for you to get pregnant. So it's not actually giving you an abortion. It's stopping your body from doing what your body does. But what if it's already dropped the 
the eggs or the sperm. I don't know. We're getting we're getting <laughs> to this is getting in the weeds. But I do think. But okay. But yes, you're right. And yeah. I don't really feel the need to do that either. But the, my my point is is that I feel like people get in the weeds. Absolutely. Just, I mean, into every single weed there is. And I don't want. And in they the start weeds. splitting the weeds in half. That's and, why I said I'm. <laughs> that's why I said if I had to say, I would say that I'm pro life, but I'm mm-hmm. also pro choice. Yeah. You know who else is pro choice? Who? Jesus. Yeah, you already said that. Yeah, but he is. Like, mm-hmm. choose who you want to serve. Choose what you want to do. That's true. That's it. You're creating my image. You have. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Make the choice. Yeah. So that's I've true. always struggled with these things, but as far as um, our nation. You know, that being uh, quote unquote constitutional right, I've always had a problem with that. It's Mm -hmm. just because it goes too far. It's it's just not who you are. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, even if you disagree with me, that's okay. Um, And I feel like it's just like anything else. You know, what's that saying? You give an inch, they take a mile. Yeah. And that's. Essentially what happened, you know, I feel like you say, okay, this is okay. And then that gets pushed further and further back to like. But really all the Supreme Court decision said in overturning Roe versus Wade is it's not our place to say it. That is something that's up to the individual states. And I like that because I do like that because it really gives people more of an ability to speak for where you live, like represent where you live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's easier for me to vote and have a say in Alabama or that's meaningful because there's less people in Alabama than there is the whole nation. Yeah. So my voice is a little louder in that vote, you know, in in that decision. Yeah. So it's basically you're saying whatever you believe in California, do in California. Don't try to make me do it in Alabama. Yeah. This is a... I feel kind of hesitant to even publish this episode. This is such a divisive issue. Well, it was your idea. I know. I didn't know you were going to go so incest and all that stuff. I didn't know we were talking about all that. But that's what everyone's talking about. I mean, that's where all the division is. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, but everyone else is. I'm, and now we are, too. I'm fascinated with the process because people have been trying to get this done for 50 years. And it seems like in the last four or five years, they have come together and come up with a way to make it happen that was legal and it happened and here we are yeah i mean this was a big day for some people this was a dark day for others which is i don't understand the dark day part but i'm sure they're not lying about how they feel Mm -hmm. but then another thing that's come off of this is that people are saying you know if they can do that then they're gonna you know come back and come after same-sex marriage and interracial marriage. And it just, it's never ending, This uh, these debates that we have in politics. This fallen world that we live in. It is. It really is. <laughs> yeah. But and I'm laughing, but it's true. It is. All right. Well. All right. We all have a great week. No, I'm just kidding. Gosh, this feels heavy. Well, it is heavy. That's why. So where, where are we ending up? Why are we even talking about this? Because you said this is our topic today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a current event. It's something that happened. I want to talk about it, but yeah. I want to like basically say to all the pro-life people, don't rub it in. Like, give some grace to people and to all you pro-choice people. Like, this don't mean that we're going back to, you know, wherever we were before. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I feel like you're trying to be a politician. I'm not trying to be a How am I trying to be a politician? I don't know, like playing both sides. No, I feel like I can see both sides. Mm. But both of them are, the lenses are a little 
tainted, if that makes any sense. I think it's more your aggravation comes from more how people express how they feel and their stance on it. Maybe. Especially men. Like, Mm -hmm. men that, you know, I'm pro-choice. Like, you can't have babies. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Um, Well, all right. So this is the for real world (laughs) for this week. (laughs) I hope I don't get... uh, Haley's saying I'm being a politician. I'm just trying to see both sides of a story. Personally, I'm pro-life. I think justice was done with the overturning of Roe versus Wade. But at the same time, I'm also not a woman. So, Yeah, I guess to me the biggest, if I were to be my biggest kind of confusion, why people are so upset when they're just passing it back to the states yeah. to make the decision, why is that? I don't know. That seems like a very logical thing. Like <laughs> it said, for each, no matter what state you're in, if it's a, if it's a decision in the state, your voice is going to be louder. Yeah. If, so, if there are enough people that believe that along with you. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I guess that's where my confusion and all the, like, just looking at it very basic logic, in my opinion. But uh, a lot of times people with, like, extreme views, right or left, they don't want democracy to work or to recognize that we're not just a democracy. We're a democratic republic. I mean, we're Republican and Democrat. They want it to be settled and, you know, this is just what we do. Kind of like the COVID stuff. You know, you're just going to take the vaccine. It's just what we do. But that's not America. That's not the Constitution. That's not freedom. And that's not who we are. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like the decision, vote in some people to change it and make mm-hmm. it a law. Because it's not a law. It was never legislation. It was never signed into law. It was decided by one uh, Supreme Court. Yeah. Just like it was undecided by this current Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. God bless America. All right. Well, God bless America next week. We're God bless America because it's almost the 4th of July. It is. Of freedom. Yes. Yeah. So next week we're going to be talking about that and the birthday surprise and all that good stuff. Yeah. So we have July 4th and then we have July 3rd, which is James's 50th birthday. And I just saw in the mail today, I got my first letter from AARP. Are you get a senior discount now? No, I thought you have to be sixty. Oh, I, I don't know. Well, I, don't I, thought, know. I think it's a mistake. But I it's would from be awesome. AARP. I'm not senior. <laughs> I don't know. My boys haven't even started school yet. They're um, in kindergarten. Do you realize that men in their seventies can have babies? So okay, nothing to do with that. I'm not in my seventies. I'm nearing fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you're about to complete your fiftieth year. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> let us know your thoughts. We want to hear them. Wait. If if it's too divisive, just send them straight to Haley. I don't want <laughs> I don't. Maybe we shouldn't have. Let us know if you think we should have even talked about this. I don't know. It's just such a... Of course we should have talked about it. It's the for real real. Well, I mean, we talk about it in our home and with our family, but... And it's also like the whole thing of why we do this podcast is the for real real. Well, that's real. true. And this is something I wouldn't talk about on social media or my highlight reel. Which we stated in the beginning, in the very beginning. Like we do every beginning of this podcast. That's so, also in the song by Mike. Glad Miller. to know we're staying true to ourselves. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this one up. I feel like we're beating a dead horse. Y'all have a great week. Lighter topic next week. See you soon. Bye. Bye.
Hey guys, we hope you enjoy the podcast. Written and produced by the Team Jones Company. Yours truly, James and Haley Jones. If you're interested in advertising with us, head over to teamjones.co and click the Join Forces button. We'll get in touch and consider whether or not it's a good fit. Schedule us for your podcast or to be considered as a guest on our platform. Contact us by heading over to teamjones.co and clicking the Join Forces button. And hey guys, for exclusive content, download the Patreon app and look up Team Jones. Media. You'll find many levels of subscriptions, but all levels have one feature. You'll get early access to all of our podcast platforms when they're completely free from ads. The Straight Out of Prison podcast, the For Real Real, and There in the Gap. Other ways to support us is by liking and sharing the podcast. Or follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and more. I'll also put all that in the show notes. There's really too much to mention here. Thank you for your support, and thank you for being a part of our story. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Written and produced by the Team Jones Company. Yours truly, James and Haley Jones. If you're interested in advertising with us, head over to teamjones.co and click the Join Forces button. We've redesigned our media kit with some exciting new details. If you'd like more information about being a sponsor, email me, Haley, Haley at teamjones.co. It's not .com. The best way to support us is by telling your friends and family about the podcast. Other ways to support us is by liking and sharing the podcast and giving us a review. Well, as long as you think we did good. (laughs) Or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and more. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for all your support, all your encouragement, and thank you for being a part of our story. All right, guys, y'all show some love to the sponsors of the Straight Out of Prison podcast. Our friend Keely Brown runs her family-owned HVAC Home and Commercial Services. Is your system ready for the summer? Schedule a system checkup or reprogram your thermostat. They offer residential and commercial, at home or at work. They really do what they say, and they say what they do. Our family serving your family has been their core value since day one. Their founder and owner, Mr. Robert Holland, made sure the foundation of home and commercial services was and is integrity. Now, remember, Haley, we, we catered an event last December where he was a part of the group that we were feeding. But it was interesting to learn that when he was a young man, when he first started in the HVAC business, Mr. Holland actually got in trouble with, for not adding new parts that the people didn't need. And they were like, why didn't you sell the parts? And he was like, because I could fix them. And they were like, no, no, you're, you're, you're doing it wrong. Like, you just got to put new parts. And he was like, but they didn't need new parts. And it bugged him so much that he went out and started his own business. And that's the foundation of home and commercial services. And we can attest to that personally. I mean, they've done so much stuff for us. It's crazy. I love that story. And I think it speaks to, obviously, his integrity and what he's built his business on that integrity. Right now, the most economical service they offer is their annual residential service agreement. For $150, you'll get two annual checkups, and that's for one system. If if it's an additional system, it's 25% off. Anyways, the annual contract includes priority service, normal rates for after-hour service, 10% discount on any repairs, and a 5% discount on any new installations. It's a good deal. 
especially with the heat of the summer coming. Home and Commercial Services works on all name brands of heating and air conditioning units, gas furnaces, heat pumps, walk-in coolers, and smart thermostats. No job is too big or too small. Call or text Keely at 205-798-0635. Or you can email at office at hollandhcs.com. You can look up Holland Home and Commercial Services on Instagram for daily tips and more. Or you can check out their website, hollandhcs.com. We have some amazing friends and supporters of the podcast, Lynn and Debbie Hurst, who own Hurst Towing and Recovery in Fultondale and Hayden, Alabama. They serve the Jefferson, Blunt, and surrounding counties. They tow light and heavy-duty vehicles, and they're always there to help. We wouldn't call anybody else. We would never call anybody else, and that's a fact. Would you like to work for an amazing company that treats their employees like family? The Hearst are hiring. Full and part-time positions. Give them a call today. Hearst Towing is there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They've been in our area since January of 1987. They have a heart to serve and they love making an impact in the communities they grew up in. The Hearst definitely make a difference in our world. And they have definitely made a difference in our lives. Dispatchers are always ready to receive calls at 205-631-8697. That is 205-631-TOES. T-O-W-S. <laughs> you, get, you get me every time I with the toes. <laughs> <laughs> or check out their website at hearsttowing.com. Now, y'all know James from the podcast, but he also is an amazing cook and private chef. I can attest to that personally. I've had many years of experience in food, just working in, managing, and even owning a couple restaurants. One of his greatest passions is preparing delicious food. You know, if somebody's going through something or through a hard time and you don't know what to do, you can always cook for them. Head over to ChefJamesKJones.com to join our email list. Once you do that, you can stay updated on everything that we're doing.